want to be on the show? Have a cause or campaign you'd like to speak up for? Email Ron at ronshowatl.com or call 404-919-2725. The Ron Show on America One Radio. Had somebody DM me yesterday, Ron, why are you so concerned what Governor DeSantis is doing in Florida? Uh, as we noted earlier this week, Governor Ron DeSantis has decided that AP advanced placement, like college level advanced placement teaching of African-American studies in public schools in Florida is a no-go out of the irrational fear of critical race theory, CRT creeping into classrooms. Well, the reason I voice my concerns for this, first of all, is because Ron DeSantis is a leading candidate for the GOP nomination to be president of the United States in the 2024 election. That being said, this horse has already left the barn in Georgia. Uh, Last April, Governor Kemp signed a measure that limited what they term uh, divisive concepts in the teaching about race. Here's exactly what he said when he signed this. Here in Georgia, our classroom will not be pawns to those who indoctrinate our kids with their partisan agendas. In saying so, he said that the bills protect the fundamental right of moms and dads across the state to direct the education of their child. As if moms and dads never really had that input to begin with. Let's keep it real, folks. When mom and dad come home from work and the child is working on homework or done with their homework, mom and dad can ask, hey, what are you working on? What did you learn today? What are you guys diving into in class? Need me to look over anything? Hey, bring me that paper you wrote about that topic. I'd like to look at it. Now, there's a lot of ambiguity here in that in the Georgia law, for example, there's this prohibition of any instruction that asserts that the United States is somehow fundamentally racist. I mean, can't we just teach American history, an in-depth look at American history, and let the student determine for themselves if that's how they view the country, historically speaking? There's also this ambiguity about um, whether or not students should feel uh, anguish or guilt or some other form of discomfort or stress because of their race, whether they are white or black. Not that there are only white or black students in American schools anyway. This isn't just in Georgia, Florida. It's happening in Texas and Arizona, Oklahoma. They've all passed similar laws. And they're careful not to mention critical race theory by name. Now, in Florida... This African-American studies class that was rebuked by the Florida Department of Education didn't even get some sort of elaboration as to what is in the course that the FDOE took issue with. But the governor's spokesperson, Brian Griffin, said that the course, quote, leaves large and ambiguous gaps that can be filled with additional ideological material, which we will not allow. Okay, listen, one problem we have is that we have politicians who are in office now, my age and older, who were brought up learning from curriculum that lacked. I mean, I didn't know squat about Black Wall Street riots. I was taught absolutely nothing about the Wilmington racial coup or insurrection of 1898. Are you looking that up right now, too? To those who would say, oh, Ron, that's ancient history. Okay, okay, what about the Pulitzer Prize-winning piece that 
detailed housing and lending bias in Atlanta and throughout the country that came out in the late 1980s. Y'all, homeownership is the leading way that Americans grow their wealth. And it had been denied institutionally for a lot of African Americans well into the 1980s. Nobody's being taught that in history classes, are they? Hiring biases, housing biases, police and judicial disparities, even scholastic discipline disparities. That's not getting taught either. And I will never understand why it is conservatives and Republicans who want to claim that they are now a party of inclusion don't want to talk about these disparities, let alone even address them. Friend of the show, David Pepper, had a great little whiteboard video that he shared uh, just the other day. I'm going to let you listen to the audio from that. So replacement theory is nothing but the most recent iteration of something we've had our entire uh, national history, which is white supremacy, and particularly a fierce white backlash every time there are moments in our democracy that are bringing more people in, particularly African-Americans, into a more full, inclusive democracy. You know, after they got rid of the property requirement for voting, for example, in the early 1800s, northern states immediately began to add racial bans on voting because of the fear that blacks would start voting. After the Civil War, those amendments and blacks began voting and registering big numbers in the South, that led to violence, voter suppression, and almost a century of Jim Crow. Civil rights laws led to the Southern strategy, same effort to claw back, and the Obama coalition getting its way in 2008 and beyond led to immediate, not just birtherism, but post-Obama voter suppression, again, based on things like myths of voter fraud. Um, So we have this very clear history, and replacement theory is one other iteration of this nonstop, consistent white backlash whenever our democracy looks to becoming more inclusive, including particularly black voters. Here's where the censorship comes in, and this is where I so worry about the censorship. If you censor all that out, which is the point of the censorship, you have this illusion that it's been sort of nonstop progress, as opposed to progress always met with pushback. Bingo. So you blind people to the reality that it's always been a back and forth, but you also blind people to the reality of that it's the same tools of myths and disinformation gerrymandering and suppression and violence that have always been the way in which the pushback has been advanced. We have to fight voter suppression, we have to fight white supremacy, but we also have to teach our full history so we're prepared for its worst elements. And now, ask yourself, between liberals and conservatives, who's been doing the pushing back? Which party embraced an idea that America needed to be made great again, as in how it used to look? That's it for The Ron Show. Back Monday, 5 to 6 p.m. on America One Radio. Have a great weekend.